Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Did you know cockroaches can live for an entire week without a head? Oh, I don't even want to know that. Did you want to know that? You probably didn't. I'm sorry. I can't even unknow it. I just wish I could forget. You know, the sad part is, is I want to unlearn that, but I can't. Please forgive me. This is Jonesy, the comedian in Los Angeles who also produces and hosts Weird AF News right here on Anchor. Today is Thursday, August 17th, and I'm about to get weird. Okay, so here's a disease I had no idea existed. It's a very rare condition called PGAD, which means you're constantly sexually aroused. I've never even heard of this. I mean, I went through a phase when I was constantly sexually aroused. It was like from the age of like 14 to 16, that's for sure. A young woman has spoken about what it's like to suffer from a very rare condition that means she's constantly sexually aroused, which brings a lot of pain and discomfort. Her name is Amanda McLaughlin. She's 23 years old. She's diagnosed with what's called persistent genital arousal disorder, PGAD. It's not fun to be aroused all the time, Amanda says. It feels like you're about to orgasm and then it never goes away. Would you want to have a raging erection for 24-7? I don't think so. It's just non-stop. I agree with her. I wouldn't want an erection 24-7. That would be painful. Amanda's whole family thought that she was addicted to sex at first, and her mother still feels guilty about how she treated her daughter, thinking that she was just a hypochondriac. Well, I don't, you know, what's the mom supposed to do? This is like a very rare thing, and you just might think that your daughter's a little too horny or something. So, I, you know, she shouldn't be so hard on herself. Amanda now says that if she could go the rest of her life without orgasming, that would be fine. Well, I think that's a little overboard, Amanda. Let's not throw the baby out with the bathwater here, okay? <laughs> Unfortunately, Amanda doesn't leave her house much, and some days are better than others. Fortunately, a year ago, Amanda met her fiancé, Jojo, and the couple now live together. But she doesn't like having to beg him for sex because it makes her feel undesirable. Well, how often is she begging for sex? She might be begging all the time, which, um, you know, in theory... I think a lot of us wish to have a girlfriend like that, but then, you know, in, in the actualization of that, that might be a little crazy. Amanda says the worst part is having sex doesn't even make the pain go away. Amanda now takes, believe it or not, 30 different medications every day to try and ease her pain, as well as alternating between sitting on heating pads and ice pads. Oh man, this is terrible. She's also receiving treatment from experts. But there's been very little research into PGAD. Doctors don't even know exactly what causes it. And despite the way PGAD is often portrayed, there is no pleasure in PGAD. It is more common in women than men who feel constantly on the edge of an orgasm they can never quite reach. This manifests itself in pelvic pain and a feeling of genital congestion. Many women suffering from PGAD have to avoid certain triggers, which can include everything from bumpy car journeys to watching videos of comedian Jonesy. I'm kidding. Hey, come on. I'm, I'm joking there, all right? I'm not saying that I, women enjoy watching videos of me. <laughs> There is no one treatment for PGAD, and different doctors will prescribe different therapies. At the moment, treatment mainly focuses on the symptom management, but it's a condition that's incredibly difficult to live with, as Amanda can attest to. It is my hope that doctors find a solution to this, and that people like Amanda can receive some relief for this. Uh, this is Weird AF News. I'm your host, Comedian Jonesy, only on Anchor. 
A Beijing art student has been punished for putting a dildo on top of a flagpole. That might be the strangest sentence I have ever uttered. <laughs> After reading this article, I think this student is a total hero, though. Listen to what this kid does. He, it's not just the dildo on a flagpole thing. This guy's into all sorts of attention-grabbing and socially awkward feats of joy. <laughs> The guy's name is Ji Yulu, and he previously fooled Baidu Maps and local residents into naming a road in Beijing after him. Now, at the Central Academy of Arts, China's most prestigious art university, he's being disciplined for another prank. Basically, he put a dildo on top of the campus flagpole. Yulu admitted that the previous street sign incident was actually for his school project, the dildo one is just a social experiment. Unfortunately for him, though, the school wasn't too happy about it. Security had a hard time removing it, and the administration isn't pleased. Besides putting dildos on flagpoles and erecting fake road signs in his free time, Yulu also has been known to sit in front of security cameras and watch them for hours. And I'm going to post a link to this article. There's a picture of the sex toy on top of the flagpole. Uh, a picture of the street sign and a picture of Yulu staring. He's climbed the scaffold and he's staring into a security camera. This guy is just into like strange social experiments, which um, I think are always fun. You know, I'm into like I like street art. You know, I'm a big fan of Banksy and that kind of stuff. And I like I just like boundary pushing social art. I think it's great. This is comedian Jonesy with Weird AF News. I'll be bringing the weird to you every day right here on Anchor. Hey, my lovelies. You may have noticed that I uploaded some clips for Thursday that they went up today. So uh, I usually upload using the the desktop uploader because I produce my segments separately. And um, I forgot to time them for tomorrow. So you have not entered a time warp. It is still Wednesday. But I have clips up that say Thursday. <laughs> I got a couple in the bag, too, that I'll upload tomorrow, so they will be on time, but I hope you enjoy them, and please forgive me. I'm still new at this. Jonesy, Ben here. Hey, man, you changed your logo. I don't know what uh, what the scoop is. Should it be that little purple weird monster dude, or should it be like old-school Newsies, newspaper-style weird AF? Or should we work on getting you a custom logo? Something that as weird as fuck to represent what you're doing. I don't know. On a different note, man, I don't understand how you can get in an argument with somebody and think that the ultimate insult is mooning them. I guess as it goes, like you don't bring a, a knife to a gunfight. Like don't, don't bring a bum to an ice cream fight. Maybe that's it. I don't know. Keep it up, man. Always appreciate hearing your stuff. Weird AF. Yeah, brother. Ben, thanks so much for the call and the concern. I mean, you, you obviously liked my old logo better. Well, it the decision came down from up high. Uh, I had to switch back to the original logo. I'm not crazy about the original logo. I think it's too normal for my channel. So I created that other one with the little weird monster, and I thought that was an improvement, but... Uh, they said I have to turn it back to the old one. Um, so, and I would love to take advantage of your offer for a custom logo, but I'd, I'd have to get that approved too, and I just don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> so there's that. As far as the Dairy Queen manager uh, showing his bum to win a fight, 
My guess is there's a tattoo on his bum that says something like "piss off," or like maybe there's a threat on on like a threat tattooed on his buttocks that that upon seeing it, you have no choice but to run away and you lose the fight. I don't know. <laughs> You're almost as weird as me, bro. I think you got issues. <laughs> Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Put down the kale and broccoli. You don't need to eat a salad. You can eat a pizza and get all the nutrients that your body needs. Pizza in the future could be a superfood. Yeah, that's what nutrition scientists are predicting anyways. I don't know if I buy it, but Abbott Laboratories, a company that makes products like meal replacement shakes, protein bars, and baby formula, claim that this could be the future. They're doing R&D in what is called therapeutic nutrition, food products people consume for medical reasons. They told the Business Insider that the work has led them to believe that one day, instead of urging people to eat more superfoods like kale or Brussels sprouts, they could make a super nutritious pizza. The idea is that in the future, food might not look or taste different, but contain nutrients you might be lacking. You can see this already in milk that's fortified with vitamin D. So more and more companies are getting interested in these enhancements. Meal replacement drinks like Soylent are marketed toward the average American, and a low-calorie protein-filled ice cream has become the most popular pint ice cream in America. They've also seen promise in 3D printed food created by a machine. This technology could allow different items to be personalized according to a person's unique nutritional needs. Are you low in magnesium? A machine could print out pancakes or lasagna that contains this. That would be amazing. Can you get, oh man, 3D printing? Oh yes, I don't get enough iron or vitamin E or D. Oh, just could you make me a vitamin D and E Sunday, please? That would be amazing. This is probably something that Americans need because we don't eat right. Uh, a survey conducted by the Centers of Disease Control and Prevention found that between 2007 and 2010, 76% of Americans didn't eat as much fruit as was recommended, and 87% didn't eat as many vegetables as recommended. And roughly 30 million people in the U.S. have diabetes, which in the majority of cases is linked to diet. Another 84 million are estimated to have prediabetes, a condition that can lead to type 2 if not treated. So you can see that we have major health issues directly resulting from diet. And in the meantime, as food scientists get closer and closer to the dream of a supercharged nutritional pizza, you're going to have to, on your own, figure out a way to balance the flavors that you love with the nutrients that you need. I just can't wait for this food printer. That's going to be the sickest. I would just print out nutrient-rich fried chicken all day long. <laughs> Guys, this is Jonesy. Favorite my channel. Give me some applause. I love the applause. I've always been someone that does dumb things when I drink. Uh, I've been known to steal things when I drink. One time I stole a giant vase with plants, like bamboo plants in it, a really fancy one out of a Chinese food restaurant. <laughs> so, well, a British study finds that one-third of vegetarians actually eat meat when they're drunk. Yeah, the old drinking and gorging, you know, as they call it. <laughs> it's completely natural because you know what these vegetarians are doing? They're pushing down the inclination to eat delicious fried chicken and so obviously when you drink you lose your inhibitions and you can no longer push that feeling down the feeling that fried chicken is amazing and it comes right up <laughs> that's when you're at the bar and you're like we're going to Popeye's after this <laughs> a team of researchers in the UK has found some surprising results after polling over 1700 vegetarians about their eating habits According to the results of the study, 37% of those reported to eat meat after having too much to drink. While the majority of those surveyed reported that they were able to avoid eating meat no matter how much they had to drink, it was a surprising outcome that over one-third admitted to eating meat while intoxicated.
In addition, over half of those who admitted to eating meat while drunk said that they ate meat on every occasion when they drank alcohol on a night out. One of the most interesting parts of the study was asking vegetarians who cheated with meat whether they would reveal this to their friends or not. The results showed 70% said they would keep that a secret and would never tell friends or family that they consumed meat. <laughs> Instead, they would go to their self-help group, Drunk Meat Eaters Anonymous. D me. <laughs> Guys... Guys, I'm a vegetarian, except for when I go to the club. <laughs> the studies raise a question that relates to what being a vegetarian really means. If someone avoids meat from the majority of their meals but still has the occasional slip-up, can they honestly say they are vegetarians? Or does eating meat when drunk mean that they can't even use that vegetarian title? I'd like to hear from you guys. What do you guys think about that? Do the uh, drunk meat eaters deserve to hold on to their vegetarian title, you know? Vegetarians do love to wear that badge of honor like it's like like they got it in a war or something. Like, oh, you got a purple heart? Yeah, whatever. I'm a uh, vegan, so uh, how about that? Any of you out there vegetarians that tend to slip up when you get a little tipsy? I'd like to know. Leave a comment or call into my station. I want to talk about this issue. I want to know what you think. This is Weird AF News. I'm Comedian Jonesy.